beard. Hey, Kayla. Hi, Ayana. <laughs> Welcome to Fill in the Blank Podcast. Welcome. Um, Get away. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another week here at Fill in the Blank Podcast. Hi. We are in a very different space, as you can see, and it's not the space where we normally record our guest episodes because we are in L.A. So we have two special guests that are from L.A. Y'all might know them. So please welcome Tylin and Amanda from Sweet Life Los Angeles. Hey, y'all. How are y'all feeling? Good. I'm good. doing good. Good. Yeah. This is kind of cool because we've talked about you guys on yes, the podcast. So to have you guys. Oh, you guys did. <laughs> yes. We literally did whole breakdowns and we was just like, okay, uh, what should we say? I don't know if we should talk about certain stuff. Like we might, they might see this one day. Yeah, <laughs> I remember literally. saying that. I was like, they might see this. Literally. <laughs> Let me, I don't know. I don't know what I should say or not. Right. You got to be careful sometimes. Cause yeah. I know, I know for me being on, on the show and I've gone on people's podcasts or I've heard people talking about me on the podcast. And sometimes I'll be like, I'm not going on that way. Like yeah. you was a little, talking a little bit too much. Yeah. yeah. Depending on what they say. And especially because like with reality tv we only see what we see and it's not up to you all how stuff is edited and portrayed and whatnot so i'm always reminded of that especially with her going on reality tv i'm like we don't know these people we cannot (laughs) we cannot sit here and talk all about their lives like i know it's tv but no so yeah, so that's what makes it fun, though, right? Like, yes, that's what people get to TV come up for. with their own. So people talk about it mm-hmm. yeah, and see what they have to say. That's yeah. true. So can you all share with us a little bit about like how you all ended up coming on to Sweet Life? Because that's just really cool. Y'all got to obviously work with Issa and meet her. Yeah. Um, so what was that like? How did you all get selected? Yeah, so. I mean, randomly, Gerald and Jordan had did a three-way with me, like, yo, Ty, we just got off a call. You know, it's like an HBO Max show coming out. Like, we pitched your name to be a part of it, so you might get a call or something in the next couple of days. Mind you, like, we didn't know it was tied to Issa. We didn't know anything. Like, we're just taking calls. And I had, like, my 30-minute little screening. They had me do, like, and this is, like, peak COVID, so, like... Mm. I didn't have my hair done. I'm throwing on like purple wigs from Halloween. <laughs> Deadass. No, literally like my, what's the video called? Like your. Self tape or no. Uh, audition tape. Oh, um, casting tape. Yes, yeah. casting yeah. tape. Casting tape. Like we did all of that. And then they started asking, you know, like, do you have any recommendations for people? Mm-hmm. And like naturally. Yeah. Amanda and mm-hmm. so many others that were yeah. able to be a part of it. So all of you guys were actually friends beforehand yeah. before the show that's, that's yeah. really that's cool yeah like i grew that's up with dope. gerald and jordan and amanda that's wow. pretty dope yeah that's, that's dope. really cool i mean to do a show with your friends like yeah, yeah. so like that's my cool. story really Tyler and Colin, <laughs> <laughs> they were said. like she was like they were looking for people for this untitled Issa Rae project and i was like like she said, it was peak COVID. So I was like, I mean, I'm just sitting around here right, looking at the walls anyway. Yeah. So. You're like, why not? So sure. You know, like, why not? And I remember I was like, because I'm like a little bit type A when it comes to like interviews and stuff. So I remember asking the lady like, oh, can you send me the like interview questions beforehand so I can like, you know, prepare. Mm-hmm. And I have like a corporate background. So I'm expecting like behavioral questions and like, yeah. you know, tell me about a time with this or whatever. And the questions were like. How would you describe yourself? Like, what's your favorite color? Like, like okay, cool. That's easy. You know, questions really about you, which yeah. obviously like impacts who you will be on the show. Right. But I was just like, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'll you, do this interview. Did you guys have any hesitancies about being on the show? I think we've always wanted to be famous. <laughs> <laughs> She's so like, like, let me be I real. Mean, like, like, no HBO, lie. Like, I mean, I mean, it's HBO. Yeah, right. like if HBO Max calls, like you answer the phone regardless for sure. if you feel like you're ready for that opportunity or not. Yeah. And even when I did my audition tape, like they came back and they're like, you treated it too much as an interview. Yeah. You know, like mm. none of us, I think, were prepared on like what it is to be a reality yeah. star. Like, which made the show amazing because we were like authentically, yeah. authentically yes. ourselves. Like yes. these are our real friends. And so I think 
Yeah, it was just a crazy opportunity. Yeah. I love that. I need more of those. I was, um, I was, I never really said no. I was just like, it feels like, why? You right. know, I mm-hmm. kept asking them, <laughs> like our show winner and like, you know, all the people we would meet as it progressed. I'm just yeah. like, so what do y'all, what, <laughs> like, what is it again? Like, why me? Why? Yeah. So it was never really no, because I wanted to do it. It was like attached to Issa Rae. Mm-hmm. Obviously, HBO yeah. is like a household yeah. network. You know, they have like, very amazing legacy tra- traditional shows yes. Yes. at H- like out of HBO. So I'm yeah. like, yeah, sure. You know, like it didn't yeah. feel like I was like aligning myself with something that I didn't, you know, want to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just was trying to figure out why they wanted me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just no. like every call, we were like, like, but why? Yeah. Because yeah, like, that's imposter shocking. Imposter syndrome is fucked sometimes. Yeah. Imposter yes. syndrome, well, yeah. <laughs> Especially in a space like that where it's kind of like a random thing that came up. It wasn't something that you necessarily like Sought was out. trying to do. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. got asked about it and you were like, okay, yeah, like, I'll wild. try this thing out. And then it ends up being a show by Issa. Like, yeah. what? And the craziest part, I low key almost didn't make it to the show. Like, if what? it wasn't for Amanda mm-hmm. and Brie kind of being like, no, we're not really going for Thailand, not getting a contract. Like, I probably wouldn't have been on the show. Really? So what happened? Why was that? They just randomly was like... I can't remember. Like, oh, so the lady called. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd done our interviews, whatever, had conversations with our showrunner. Um, and then she called and she's like, okay, basically, like, you you know, you guys got it. So I'm like, yeah. okay, who else? And she's like naming all these people. And I'm like, well, what about Thailand? Mm-hmm. You know, like, she's like, well, she just kind of gave me like a runaround answer. I'm like, okay, cool. I called Thailand, like, they said <laughs> this. And I was like, I, because she's the one who like presented the opportunity to me, mm-hmm. or to me, and it wasn't something that I, you know, sought out or practiced or like been a part of. I'm like, I'm not doing it alone. Like, yeah. I don't want to. That's a big part of why I wanted to do it is because it was familiar faces, like my friends, you know, the way it came to me was very natural. So for them to say like, she wasn't going to be on it, I'm like, well, what do y'all really, what do y'all want from me? Yeah, no, that's (laughs) real. I definitely feel that. I love that that y'all went to bat for her. And and now look, that's that's pretty great. That is awesome. That's great. I was going to ask, so how did you all like meet and become friends prior to obviously Sweet Life, since we now know that you all all knew each other beforehand? Yeah, me and Amanda went to preschool together. What? Preschool? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. That is yeah. so cool. And then high school. Y'all are like high family what? at this point. It's like yeah. No, for real. Yeah, like, so preschool, kindergarten, high school. In high school. And then when we <laughs> saw each other in high school, mind you, like we hadn't seen each other since yeah. preschool. And we were just looking at each other because we went to like a white ass high school. So yeah. we're just looking at each other like, <laughs> I know her. Yeah. You know, it was like a weird but also beautiful moment because we're just yeah. like, who is this girl, that you know? So that was that was cool. Yeah. That's how like, how we know each other. Um I know like the girls on the cast through Thailand as well. Mm-hmm. I met them probably much before we started filming. Maybe a couple years, maybe like 3 years before we started filming. So that's how I know Bria Becky. And I know Gerald just from like being in LA and like mm-hmm. childhood friends, same yeah. with Kofi. Um, I didn't really know Jordan at all. Okay. So that was, you know, that was new. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I knew Kofi was like my brother, best mm-hmm. friend. Like he was probably the closest one I was with, you know, out of that whole guy group. And then me and Gerald were super close. And then me and Becky actually worked at the same job. So that's mm-hmm. how I met Becky. Mm-hmm. And then obviously Bree and Becky were from the same place. So she introduced Bree to me and then we all became best friends over time. Yeah. So that's so connected. cool. Do you all feel like you were represented as who you are on this show? Like, do you feel like people got a pretty good idea about who you were or were there some things where you were like, mm, like, I, I wish I could like explain myself about that because that's not how I really am. I think at the end of the day, when you have the moments that didn't feel like you, mm-hmm. they kind of were still you. Yeah. yeah. You just didn't want people to see those parts. Yeah. yeah. And I, but I also think that a lot of those parts don't have context. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to look at things and, mm-hmm. you know, people are taking it face value without understanding like what goes into these reactions, like what mm-hmm. goes into these smaller moments and these bigger moments, you know? So yeah. I wouldn't say, I would say that like everything, and I can speak for myself, like everything that I put out was me, yeah, good or bad, but it's hard to go from good and then to go to bad and then to, you know, like yeah, having people yeah. see all those different layers of you mm-hmm. on such a large scale. I yeah. said it a lot. Reality TV was a lot like a mirror 
things that I realized like, oh, I didn't realize that was an issue for me. Like mm-hmm. I thought I thought I was fine and mm-hmm. I didn't realize like my reaction would be caught on camera like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I definitely get that. Yeah. I yeah. definitely get that. What about, yeah. you, what about Amanda? you, Amanda? I think um I think there are definitely those moments where you feel like you feel like mm, that's not me. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think taking a step back and looking at the two seasons of Sweet Life, um, I have I have a positive like feeling and like experience from the show Mm -hmm. you know so I think ultimately who I am like surface level like if you had to name the four things about me on the show like I would feel comfortable with Mm -hmm. that like being my story or like my narrative so I think I I think there's definitely additional layers to Mm -hmm. me and like other sides of me that weren't shown, which is which is fine. Yeah, um, it's an ensemble cast too, which mm-hmm. plays a huge role in that too. Um, and agree with you completely mm-hmm. that reality TV is a mirror. I say that all the time. Yeah. So there are definitely things that I learned about myself from watching the show, from watching other people on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, like it's a positive show. Otherwise, I wouldn't, yeah. you know, do it. So ultimately, I'm happy with the way that. It all that you all were represented. I like that. Yeah, it was a great show. I mean, it was a good show. Finding out that it was was canceled, canceled? I literally threw a fit. I was like, (laughs) y'all, because when it came, when the news broke that it got canceled, I also found out Legendary got canceled, which was also my show. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, this is some, this is some bullshit. Mm -hmm. I literally canceled my HBO subscription. Wow. I was that upset. That's right. But then, because I was pissed. I said, I have to boycott. We got to start a riot or something. This is ridiculous. (laughs) To add salt to the wound, they didn't even film a reunion. Right. And that yeah, part that is what pissed me off. I would have like, I would do a reunion right now. Yeah. Like we can make this a reunion. Like, okay. They really should have. You might need to do a self-produced one. Honestly, yes, y'all should. Just put it on YouTube. That's what the people yeah. want. Yes. Yes. The That's people want it. The people are asking for I'm asking for it. Shit. Yeah. I right. would do a reunion right now. I definitely think we got robbed of a reunion. I yeah. agree. I agree. There was so much. I was like, at first, it was just huge cliffhangers all over the place. Oh my gosh. Everyone the cliffhangers were... Major. I was sitting in my bed. I was like, this cannot be the last episode. Like, yeah, I was confused. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty, some wild behavior on the production part. <laughs> because even I'm sitting there like, yeah, I have nothing to tell you. Like, no, people still in my comments like, y'all still together? I'm like, yeah, boo. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry you didn't get that closure. Right. Yeah. Right. Look, I need closure. <laughs> I need closure. So your life's still together. Yeah. Okay. That's great. Okay. Okay. So how did you, like, you all shared a really, like, big vulnerable. moment yeah that was vulnerable and it is something that I think that people can relate to mm-hmm. just around the the topic of like marriage mm-hmm. and when it's like appropriate when is the time so like if you can share just like a piece of like how you kind of like found resolve around that whole thing like with working through that I think, so that's when the show comes in like 60-40. So, you know, like obviously we, me and Jalen talk about marriage and kids all the Mm -hmm. time, but he's never pressured me into wanting to have a child. Mm -hmm. We don't put pressures on each other about marriage. Like I think me and him are really big on not being recognized by the state, like a long engagement, you know, like kind of going on our own terms. Mm -hmm. But I think it was also good to have a real conversation about what union looks like, yeah. like what comes after that, where mm-hmm. are we in our lives right now? Also yeah. like acknowledging the past on why, you know, we're making these decisions now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and for people to see that side, you know, mm-hmm. on that type of platform, just because yeah. I think even though we think 27 is young, if you've been with someone for almost six years That's a long time. and yeah. you're going into thirties, people want commitment and mm-hmm. they want whatever form that looks like. It's different per person, yeah. but I think the more that we talk about it, the more we can kind of reach, like you said, a resolve within yeah. your own interpersonal relationships. Yeah. yeah. yeah, And that's major because I think that a lot of people go through that and that's why it was so relatable and like what Ayana said, vulnerable for you all to share that moment on television yeah. for people to see because it's something that isn't necessarily like a comfortable conversation. And so to be able to take that and put it like, out for everybody to kind of like experience with you. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm pretty sure it was a conversation starter for other people to like start thinking like, dang. Like Even beyond that, you guys, wasn't there a therapy session on there? Yes. That that, was huge. That was was actually like a big deal. That was powerful. Yeah, that was a big deal. Um, Especially for Jalen. And I don't think that he got 
what he should have yeah. out of that. And now looking back too, I'm just like, damn, that was his first therapy mm-hmm. session. And a lot of it was centered around me and my mm-hmm. experience mm-hmm. and him having to like explain himself in a very uncomfortable way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so like, there's also those moments where something seems really good and you feel like you're doing something good and that, you know, the world is going to be happy to talk about these things. Yeah. And then you take a step back and it's like, damn, did I even talk about these things with you first, Yeah, you know? And I think you can get caught up in the motion of wanting to be this person for other people. Yeah. But it's like, who are you for your person right here? Yeah. Right? You know? And so I, I would have loved season three because that type of evolving, yeah. you know, as an individual and in a relationship, I think it would have been really pivotal for everyone to see. I yeah. agree. I definitely agree. I definitely um, saw evolution, I think, in every single one of you guys. Um, which is really cool to watch. So I, th- I do think a season three would have been really beneficial. It's Necessary. a whole number. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a whole number. Yeah. I would have liked three seasons. Yeah. yeah. I could have been fine if it ended mm-hmm. at three. Yeah. I needed three. Yeah. Two is like, Two just feels like, okay. It's like incomplete. Yeah. It's just like, just like, like dang, we just got the start of the story. Like, right. <laughs> it was just getting good for real. Right. It really was. <laughs> like, we feel the same, for sure. And we're like, dang, like, but yeah. another moment that, I wanted to bring up because I feel like it's also the basis of like what we do here, like at our podcast, it's just like you all's friendship mm-hmm. and that moment that y'all had. I was literally sitting in bed like- Oh, when they were uh, <laughs> talking at the table? Yeah. The, yeah. yeah. After, what was it? There was some disagreement and all of you guys were like arguing. It was just a mess. Mm-hmm. Everybody was yelling all over the place. And then yeah. you guys had to have a, a come to moment of just like connecting again, um, which is really cool to watch. Quite yeah. yeah. Especially because it's like, it's a tough thing when- your significant other is involved in something, then it's like your best friend. And it's yeah. like, you're literally, you feel like you're being tugged. Yeah. So how did you all muster up the strength to be able to have that conversation? Was there ever a point where you were just like, oh, I'm not about to even talk about this. Like, I'm gonna let this just go. Or did you know that it needed to be a conversation? Yeah, I think so that's, First of all, that is something that I will never forget. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, that, I'm traumatized. It was like our first really big, it was our first like all cast yeah. thing of season two. Yeah. Um, and so, so I say that to all, all that to say, it just showed me a lot, like yeah. a ton. It's mostly about myself also about my partner, also about my friend. Like, it showed me a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And she had spoke to, like, Seth being 60-40, you know, sometimes shows. That yeah. situation specifically felt so real. Yeah. And it and it was, but I'm reminded of, like, circumstances, right? Like, yeah. the context mm-hmm. would never really happen in real life, but, like, everything else around it was very real. Yeah. Um, the emotions were real. Mm-hmm. The reactions yeah. were real. That's yeah. what I always say about reality TV. Like, some of the stuff may not naturally have happened. Uh, sometimes, like, the situation yes. is what pokes and prods mm-hmm. it, but, like, even still, like, the reactions and the emotions are real. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so, it taught, me a t- it taught me a ton, but I think, ultimately, the more difficult part for me was feeling the way I feel, um, feeling the, how I felt, and, like, talking to Thailand about it, right? But then... Getting sitting down, us talking about it, but then sitting down and talking about it like on TV. Yeah, yeah very, two lot. very different things, and just for me personally. Yeah, um, vulnerability is something that I struggled with. I feel like both seasons, mm-hmm. um, and just like in general in mm-hmm. life, and I felt like that was probably a moment where I needed to be like I knew I had to be as vulnerable as possible. Wow. Yeah, but it was really like difficult for me. So mm-hmm. it took a lot of just like. Um, patience, like with myself, mm-hmm. patience with my partner, patience yeah. with Thailand, yeah. like, and just a lot of understanding. I had to remind myself that ultimately, like, this is not going to be the end of our friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, I refuse for that to happen, mm-hmm. you know? So, whatever else comes in between that, like, it doesn't really matter, right? Yeah. Like, we'll mm-hmm. still be friends. We'll still have our bond and our connection. This was both with Thailand and my partner, too. Yeah. So I just had to tell my, I had to give myself like pep talks, like, you know, it's going to be okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be okay that everyone sees it not being okay. Yeah. You know, like on yeah. TV. Like, Cause it's that's fine. authentic. That's real. Yeah. That's and life. We should be fighting over their boyfriend with their best friend all day, every day. All the time. <laughs> so I had to remind myself of that too. You yeah. know, like, it's life. Yeah. Life yeah. It is, and that's what I mean about the evolution part. Because I, I did notice like in that moment, you were very vulnerable. And you mm-hmm. guys were having a really good connection in that mm-hmm. in that moment. I was like, okay, I yeah. see y'all. Yeah. yeah. I love that. How did it feel for you, Thailand? 
Yeah, I think that was like the most unnatural reaction I've ever had Mm -hmm. in my life. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like when everything cleared up, immediately, like it was not about me anymore. Like even though like that moment felt so intense and it was obviously started by, like she said, like a lot of different context things, me, other people involved. But like I immediately only thought about Amanda, like after. And I think it was... Uh, it went away really quickly about making me feel better. Like mm-hmm. I only cared about how Amanda felt. Yeah. So that so it made it really easy for me to apologize and acknowledge my wrongs. Like I was like not in the business of trying to get an apology from anyone or like try to clear my name. Like it was just kind of like, how is Amanda feeling? Like I would never want to be in this position, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, I was being stupid. Like, that's okay. You fuck up. Like, that's not a big deal. Um, But I never wanted also my actions to affect my relationship with Rob because then that ultimately affects my relationship with Amanda. Yeah. So it was really easy to kind of just... Let's squash it. Yeah. Like, I feel like same night. Like, I mean, scene was still happening. Low key, like, I'm calling Amanda. We're talking about... Like, we were talking about it constantly Mm -hmm. the next day. Yeah. You know, and that's great too to have that type of relationship. So then on camera, it looks easy. Yeah. You know, like, it looks like you know, like yeah. really yeah. organic, yeah. Mm-hmm. but it was so funny that yeah. so the next day that was like a Thursday. The next that weekend was the Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> and the next day we were like out at the Taste of Inglewood. Yeah, she was like with my parents. She sent me a picture. I'm like, oh yeah, everything. Yeah. Wait, fun. the next day? Yeah, like <laughs> I'm just like with her family. <laughs> like y'all really was like, let's squash this shit yeah, right now. It was, it was, so it was still, instant, it was no. still like awkward, you know, mm-hmm. and it was still like tension. But again, like. It doesn't impact, like, these were the plans we had regardless, right? Yeah. Before the show, before the argument, like, this is what we already were doing. And we can't let, like, impacts of this. Because we've dealt with other shit on the show, you know? So it wasn't our first, like, big argument. Right. But the show goes on, Yeah, Literally. Literally. Yeah, literally. (laughs) Literally. You know? So, I mean, there was still time where we needed to, like, talk through things and, like, get over stuff, but... It was like, okay, yeah. you can't let but this But that's how like, you know y'all got a real friendship. I was that's just about to say, that's a testament to you all's bond because yeah. in a lot of situations, I feel like what you all went through, people let that end their friendship yeah. and they be like, oh yeah, I'm done. Like, cause you know how girls be, my man, my man, my man. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not about to deal with it. So the fact that you all were able to like still keep like Thailand, you said you were just thinking about Amanda and you knew that you wanted to like squash the situation yeah. that shows like you all's bond yeah. runs super deep. And like yeah. you've known each other for such a long time. That's so. a long time. Yeah. That's Very family. Long. I always say that. That's family, family at, at this point. point. Yeah, no. Like you can't go nowhere, even if you wanted to. Yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> I'm like, literally. she's not going anywhere. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I will literally, no, I'm at your house. You're not going anywhere. Yeah. I'm sorry. Absolutely. I feel, that. <laughs> I feel that. It's like you get on my nerves, but I love you. Yeah. Like, I feel that. Do y'all have any like favorite moments from the show? Like something that you could think of? Like, this is one of my favorite things about Sweet Life. She does. I'm like, I always try to think. I feel like it always felt like work. So (laughs) I have so many. Okay, share with us. First of all, I watch Sweet Life all the time. (laughs) You watch it back. You're like, I'm about to be She yells at HBO like, shh. I'm like, yes. Turn on. My boyfriend be mad. I just just can't believe it still. Right? Like years later, I just can't believe it. So I watch it all the time. So I've picked up on like small things. Um, but some of my favorite moments are always vacation. Mm. Yes. Always, always vacation. I love um, seeing y'all on season vacation. One, Man. Season one, we got those massages. It was like, <laughs> it was massages and the tequila tasting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I never laughed so much in my life. Like, Aww. so much. It was so beautiful. Like, it just is my vibe, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, very luxe experience. Yes. Everything mm. amazing. So, always the vacations. Um, I think the very first legacy table mm. from season one is also a really great experience for me. Just because, like, I've seen her work on her events and, like, her mm-hmm. company and legacy table for years. Yeah. And so, to see it, like, in full production, like, people doing shit that... You know, she That's was doing great. or like yes. other friends were doing was very amazing to That's see. Dope. So mm-hmm. that was good. And then um, I had my housewarming on there. Yeah. And that yeah. was fun. I really wanted it to be like a really authentic, like yeah. backyard boogie, which is what I would do. Yeah. yeah. What my family does. And so I was happy that made it, that made the cut. Those yeah. are pretty good. Those are pretty Those good. Are yeah. yeah. I think I the can feeling. Go <laughs> like, I have more. I guess <laughs> the not. Whole show. Like, <laughs> the feeling of pulling up to the house for her birthday season one, oh. like getting out the 
the car, even though we had to keep driving over and over, <laughs> like getting out the car and just seeing like, damn, this house nice as fuck. Yeah. And then- For free. For free. <laughs> yeah, like we, that like makes we had it even better. authentic moment of jumping up and down, which oh they were God, like- the closet. Yes. <laughs> oh, we like, when they're like, oh, go look at the rooms. And we saw the closet, like y'all could tell we just from Inglewood as well. Cause we're just like, look at this closet. <laughs> <laughs> around in circles and they, they loved it so much. They're like, okay, y'all got to run again. Like y'all got to hug, hug each other and jump yeah. again. Like, I think that just showed how grateful we were for this opportunity. And even like me and Jalen introduced them, like we do this thing like chug, like to the chug. Yeah, and we, chugging wine. Yeah, we, we just chug the wine, like the sage. <laughs> that whole birthday to me was like really, really amazing and fun. It was. And then I think, I don't know if it was captured on TV, but even in Cabo, I think that moment pulling up, mm -hmm. but also we had like this basement party situation. Where when? It was like you know the the rooms underground, Loki. Oh yes, in we Cabo? just had a yeah. Oh, the first season. <laughs> yes, oh, we honey. had like a fun. <laughs> like, we had like a fun. I just remember every. I have videos of people just like beer ponging. <laughs> like, oh my god! Like, all my yeah. friends are here. Like the fact that they flew us on a charter. Yeah, it just wow. was like this is like it's what so I would real. Do for my I bet. In real yeah. Life. yeah, I yeah. will say watching you guys on vacation and just oh, like fireworks. Oh, the fireworks! <laughs> like, they're like more. It was <laughs> tears. It was Roddy Rich playing. Like I just feel like I was gonna I explode into confetti. No, I was sitting there watching like no, the producers ran out. They had tears in their eyes. Like this is the most beautiful scene we ever shot in our lives. It was. That was also a very yes. We love yeah. Black Joy. We do. Uh, we we like love Black Joy. All of our TVs. Like, <laughs> like I gotta go rewatch it. Yeah. <laughs> you you watch it again. That's so funny. Top two. What were you gonna ask Ayana? You were about uh, to say not something. asking anything, but just watching you guys on vacation. You make me. You guys inspired me. I was like, I want to do some stuff like that with yes. my friends. Like, no, seriously. You should get tell the group chat stop playing. Right. Yep. Nice mm -hmm. luxury type mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. Come on. Okay. So how did it? feel for you all being young black millennials being this representation did you all know that it was going to be this impactful when you signed up for it and you decided to do it um I think that no I think to answer your question shortly no um I think that both of us are like very influential people in mm -hmm. our personal lives mm -hmm. and like in our sphere of influence um just like with family friends you yeah. know childhood friends etc um, so I, I recognize like who I am to other people in my life. Um, but I think I was a little naive in thinking how it would play out like in the world. Mm -hmm. You know, HBO is a really big name. It's yeah. not like a small streaming service. Like it's, you know, it's everywhere. You can yeah. find it, you mm -hmm. know, like it's a big deal. And I don't think that I, I didn't have the foresight to think through yeah. that. I was just like, I know who I am. I know who I want to represent. I know yeah. what I have to bring to the table. But I didn't think that it would impact the way that people, mm. you know, they go on trips or like how they deal with friendship drama or yeah. relationship issues. Um, I didn't have so much of that, like, you know, inspiration mm -hmm. thought. It was just like, okay, I'm gonna just get on here and do me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think I didn't realize how many people don't have genuine, like strong connections in their lives yes. or friendships yes. because- I don't know, like going on a trip with my friends seems so normal, but like mm -hmm. seeing just people on social media be like, I wish I could have five friends who would want to go mm -hmm. on a trip. Like I yeah. wish I had two friends who would want to drop on a house. You know, I I think I weirdly took that shit for granted. Yeah. And so it also made me value my friendships mm -hmm. and the people on this cast way more just mm -hmm. because people don't really have that and have that type of representation. And also I think the way that we handled each other is just also more mature than what people realize just because people are like, oh, I would never have a friend like Thailand. Like I would never want to be friends with somebody like a man. I would never, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, damn, you've never been through things with people that you love and work through it. And actually, say, that's on, really you know? what it is. Right. And so it's like, yeah, I probably wouldn't, you probably wouldn't think I would be a good friend because you don't even have an example of what it means to be a good friend. Hello? And you also don't see off camera the way that we pour into yeah. each other, Agreed. like every day, nonstop. Yeah. Like, Agreed. And so I wanted to work harder on showing that type of representation mm -hmm. and not taking those small moments with friends, even if it's a small scene or anything like for granted mm -hmm. and really show people what it's like to go through the good and bad yes. with people that you say that you care about, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. and 
just be a raw representation of that. Yeah. 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 It's so much easier to just like dead a situation Cut or it. a friendship, you yeah. know, than to actually work through and have the tough conversations and like produce with your friends and do all of this type, different kind of stuff. Like you all have done so much together as a group, yeah. you know? And so I think that people also have to realize it is reality TV at the mm-hmm. end of the day. It's also for entertainment. So yeah. some of what you're going to get is the stuff that people like to watch reality TV for, you know? Yeah. So that can't be just, I, I hate when people have that scope of like, that can't be just the representation that you think just because you saw like a bad moment, you're like, oh, I can never be friends with da, da, da. Like, you don't know. I yeah. think we were held to a different standard. Like just going off of what you said, like, People want to see certain things on reality TV. Mm-hmm. But I think the plot twist was that a lot of people were seeing themselves in us. Yes. And so they were projecting on like <laughs> how you shouldn't act, how <laughs> you shouldn't one. be. And it was because they could see themselves doing those exact same things yep. in those exact same situations where it's like, you could look at, I don't want to drop names, but like other shows and other mm-hmm. people like, I would never be like that. Yeah. So it's easier to watch and be entertained and to laugh and talk yeah. shit. Whereas like with us, it was like, Y'all, y'all shouldn't be, you know, like it felt too close to home. Yeah. And I think I had to, I learned that way too late after Mm because I was just so wrapped up in the negativity and just like trying to tell people who we are and who I am and like, you don't know anything, you yeah. know, when I had to really yeah, look at, like, hard. I was going yeah. But it's, it's easy to yeah. do that when so many people coming at you and yeah. you're like, you don't even know me. Yeah, because mm-hmm. then, yeah. you know, people get too chronically online yeah. and start being disrespectful. Man. Like, you can talk about the show, but when you start acting like you know who I am, yeah. exactly. you're just crossing the line. But at the mm-hmm. same time, that's what you do with TV. Like, I put myself out there, they're going to talk about it. Yeah. But that was kind of like the light switch for me. Like, damn, you know we just seem like family. We seem like friends to these people watching it. So they're holding us to a higher standard. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think that that might be some, like, I hope that people are coming from at least that genuine of a space because I know how they be. They be trolling and just doing the absolute most for no reason. But I can definitely say you all did feel like watching like family on TV. Mm -hmm. Like you're seeing people that are like you you and it's it is like that moment like they did a great job and you all did a great job at showing yourselves that people did feel that close to you all just from watching you on TV like we yeah. know these people like these are friends like yeah. oh I'm rooting for you know like all of that like it just it was a good vibe to like see people like us because there's so many shows with white people doing that type of stuff all mm-hmm. the time but we don't have many shows with black people that are Not in our black. age group yeah, yeah doing that yeah just like being successful and like going after your goals and showing people at different levels too Mm -hmm. yeah that was the thing that I love like seeing all y'all at different levels and how it like pushed people to do better and you all helping like to uplift each other I think I I think that's something that I didn't really notice Mm -hmm. until I saw like you know external feedback from people Mm -hmm. like yeah I love that like some people are chasing their dreams some people are doing this and I was like because to me I'm like when we're we're all hanging out like we're all friends Mm -hmm. yeah nobody gives a fuck who has the business who mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. talks about it like yeah. no one ever like <laughs> this is not something we talk about you yeah. know mm-hmm. so then seeing it on the show I'm like oh I guess it is like cool to see like levels and like people leveling up people changing direction like people yeah. evolving yeah it was cool to see because I feel like I take that for granted just in mm-hmm. friendships yeah like, everybody's running their own race you know but to yeah. me when we are around each other it feels just like very level it's very unserious yeah <laughs> As it should yeah. be. That's what it's like, supposed to be like. excellence, like the amount we said that, I'm like, I can never say that again. Like, you know, we're just excellent in our blackness regardless. But like yeah. to watch the show and see like they wanted us to really show, be an example of that. It's like, damn, how do I do that? Do you yeah. like, what is that? Yeah. Right. Like, Look, you guys are already living Because um, I still am in debt from two events ago. <laughs> so I'm going to just make it seem like I got it together. But you yeah. know, I think that's also the beauty of this show. Yeah. It's really sad that it's gone. Yeah, I, mean, I agree. I am spirits. so, it really, like, spirit. it's really heartbreaking. Like, I'm still mad about it to this day. Especially, like, what we said, there's so much stuff that didn't get tied up that should have. And I was like, dang, maybe man, like, we couldn't even get, get a reunion. Again. Maybe. You said what? I said, maybe you guys will get picked up again. They will see. They are shopping it around. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) well we hope that that happens seriously so okay i have to i have to ask what was it like meeting Issa? like when y'all first met Issa, after y'all realized because you didn't know at first right that it was a 
Easter show. Gonna it was going to be HBO. Yeah. And we didn't even see her at all till the reunion. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, like, it, it was, I don't even, I don't really have the words to put it. Like, yeah. when she walked in, it was just kind of like, you guys this weren't is expecting Issa that for real. <laughs> like, no, like, I don't know. Like, I just felt like, I could do anything. Like, yeah. I'm in the same room as Issa Rae. Like, you can't tell me nothing, yeah. you know? And just the way she continues to maintain those relationships with us and nurture us is very commendable for someone at her level, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So, I, I love her yeah. so much. I would say same. It yeah. was very, uh, just, like, exhilarating. Like, when she turned, I remember when she turned the corner, I was like, <laughs> like it's the like the wind a, that moment like, out of me. Yeah. yeah. And now, like, just... Post sweet life, I feel very grateful. Like so grateful to have been tied to one of very, very, very many television shows that she'll write, produce, direct, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I feel very just happy to be in her little sweet. metaverse. You yeah. know, um, the Eastverse. Yeah, I feel the Eastverse. I, I love it. So grateful. I love that. Yeah, the that's so good. Okay, I want to switch gears a little bit because I want to give a moment for us to talk about house party. Yes. So you could tell us about it. So I'm gonna let you explain because it's your business. So I want you to be able to like express it and share it the way that you want to. Yeah, I think house party keeps evolving and changing and it's really based on my mood so I have to yeah. stop doing that like, I'm always like I think we're gonna be this Amanda's like girl focus focus but you know it really started just from me wanting to you know design experiences for people who aren't influencers or super mm-hmm. famous like I was working at experiential agencies and all of our brand events are just for the top dogs yeah. and just like just beautiful events that I'm like, damn, imagine if just like the homies could pull up right now. Like this might change their trajectory. <laughs> the exposure. Like, you know, just the exposure. Like, yeah. And that helped me grow House Party into what it's, you know, trying to be right now. Mm-hmm. And I think all of my events were funded solely by me. And I was just kind of going oh, as I wow. go. Yeah. So it was That's just like, amazing. I would wow. make a deck with my idea and just like, build it out and then I'll just pay for it, pay for it, pay for it. And mm-hmm. every time it was just, I just realized how much people liked it. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. even though it wasn't like these grand events, it was like, oh, this is something different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it wasn't until I left my experiential job and went back into advertising where I could start really refocusing on house party and yeah. what those experiences look like. And then obviously I brought Amanda on, like all my best friends are a part of the staff. Yeah. And bro, we don't get paid like, to do this shit. Yeah. <laughs> we try, but it'd be fun. That's yeah. like, it'd be fun. That's like, you got one more event, girl, and I'm going to need to see some money. Um, yeah. But it's going to happen. I mean, you guys are following your passions. You guys are doing it with each other yeah. um, as a mm-hmm. unit. I think that's, that's it, the it'll, best it'll follow. Because yeah. I think it's also really fun to teach people something different that they yeah. don't get at their day jobs yeah. and like expand their creativity. And to, I think the reward after seeing an event you planned is so hectic and you're just like, this is beautiful. Like that's something you don't get on your day to day Mm -hmm. nine to five. So to do that with my friends too, is just like extra, extra, like, like she said, exhilarating. Like I'm just so happy right now. Right. (laughs) So Yeah. Amanda, what's your position with House Party? I am the brand manager at House Party. Okay. Um, but we're a small, mighty team. So yeah. Whatever. I love a small, no, like, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Look, we get it. Almighty. It's we get us it. four. Yeah. It's us four. Us just being best friends, doing it. So we totally yeah, relate. We that. understand because... Yeah. Look, when we were on the flight coming to L.A., I was like, Ariel, <laughs> we are going to L.A. right now for for this podcast that we started. Like, that's crazy. That's but crazy. It's, it is exhilarating to be able to, like, pour yourself into something you're passionate about. And you do come out a lot, especially at the beginning, you come out a lot of your own personal money. But then you're just like, wow, like, look at what I'm creating yeah. with what I yeah. have with and what I'm doing. Friends. Yeah. yeah. Working with your bad. friends. That's that's the fun part mm-hmm. for me. I love, like, working with House Party, but I think it's, like, a real need for us, like, in mm-hmm. our community. Um, specifically, like, in South LA, there's not a ton. Like, there's nothing really like it that's like so small very niche Mm -hmm. but catered to like community um i think we are trying to expand our audience which Mm -hmm. is really great so Mm -hmm. we're 
I feel like we have a good grasp on, you know, the people that we connect with, the people that we grew up with. But I want to expand to like Mm -hmm. the transplant community and people who are, you know, just visiting LA or trying it out for a couple years um, Mm -hmm. so that they can feel a sense of community too. Yeah. Yeah. I've moved, like I've had lived in a couple different places and it's always been like the community that I've made that's made the place. Yeah. It's never really the place. Like (laughs) it's hardly the place, you know, it's always the people and the friends and the connections that I've made. And so I love being able to develop and create those spaces for people to come into. You guys are community builders. Yes. Indeed. Community fueled. Yeah, definitely. I love that. I love that. You gotta have to bring house party to Chicago. No, for some way, somehow. Long overdue. Yeah, I feel like Chicago Chicago needs stuff. No, because I think a lot of times I always say this, but I feel like when it comes to big city stuff, people never bring nothing to Chicago. I be like, dang, what is that? Like, we're a big city, but we. I feel like it always just gets kind of like missed. Yeah, and I think that especially being there, Chicago has such a it seems like it's such a small community of us that are people that are like us. Mm -hmm. And so the things that, the other stuff that go on there that you don't want to be involved in. <laughs> it just makes you feel kind of like, well, I'm secluded. Like, I'm not about to go and do this mm-hmm. or that because there's not much that is going on that's like, that I can meet people that are like me. Yeah. So I think that would be super cool for you to expand it because I think there is a little small community of us there. there but is. yeah, I yeah. agree. Looking I, for more community of people that are like us. I know when I first moved to Chicago, I was like, this ain't it. <laughs> like, this is not it. Where'd this you place move from? is um, Boston. I'm okay. from Atlanta though. Oh, okay. Um, but I, when I moved, I was like, this is not it. And then I started to meet people and I started to find like minded people. I was like, okay, this is my community. This is my village. Mm-hmm. Like, this feels like home now. Yeah. So I definitely think like some events like in Chicago where we can gather more like-minded people. I think it'd be yeah. Nice. yeah. I remember yeah. seeing it, watching it, and I was like, this would be so yeah. dope if we had something like this in Chicago. Like yeah. we need this kind of vibe because yeah. it is such a small community of us that are like this, but we don't, everybody just be kind of like in Separate. passing, yeah. you know, yeah. it's not really anything to bring people together. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, I, it's my dream to expand nationally I just mm-hmm. be so in my head like if I go to somebody else's city like I want it to do it right and yeah. I want it to feel like it's a testament to their environment yeah. you know like I don't want to just come in and do things that I think work because it worked for me in LA mm-hmm. and so it's like finding the right partners doing the research mm-hmm. and you know all that comes with time and sometimes I don't have the time but no, I get it. if I do come I just want it to feel like anybody in Chicago could have threw this you know like, yeah. it, like I don't have to step in and throw it you know yeah. and so it's definitely a dream. Mm-hmm. Chicago. I love Chicago. I've only been once. Damn. And I, it was the time of my life. It was sunny the whole time. And people kept saying, you're lucky. And it <laughs> yeah. was like, no, you are. I love this place so much. And so I definitely see a future there. Yeah. yeah we sure. had a blast. I love Chicago, too. I have a bunch of family in Chicago. My boyfriend's from Chicago. So oh. I have a lot of ties. Um, but we went, I don't know, a couple years ago. Labor Day. <laughs> And we had a blast. Like, we had a ball. I've, like, had events um, for my lash company, The Collection, in Chicago. Yeah. Like, I, so I love Chicago. And there are a ton of talented creatives Mm -hmm. in Chicago. A lot of artists. Like, the artist community is so big in Chicago. And people would never know. Like, people would never know. But there are so many talented artists in Chicago. I mean, I know that just about Chicago. I mean, even thinking about, like, Chance, I know that people use him a lot. But, Uh like, he really was, like a representation yeah. of what it's like to be in that small little like artistry community. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, he came yeah, out of that artists. and he actually was able to make it, you yeah. know, but there are so many people that are the chances of Chicago yes. that do that. And they just might not make it to the level that he's at, but like, it's a community of those kind of people there. Yeah, totally. It's There's like, like Doncy, Yeah. Joe Freshgood. Mm-hmm. Joe Freshgood. Obviously like Virgil is from Chicago. Yeah. We, I like, there are, new and up and coming those people you know like yeah. there are younger versions of those people in Chicago for yeah. sure mm-hmm. so yeah. I'm I'm team Chicago yeah I'm yes. team Chicago I love, I love that Chicago. well now you have some more Chicago yes. people because yes. we so could we definitely need, we collaborate we you know yeah. like, are definitely a that connection. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we could definitely do that because we've even said with our platform we want to like host events and, yes. and we want to build like 
a community. We don't yeah. want it to just be a podcast, but also to be a, a space for people to be able to meet other people and connect with other people. So yeah. that would be super dope. That sounds dope. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. sounds really dope. Actually. Okay. So <laughs> last thing before we wrap it up, but I just want you both to share like what's next for you all. Like now this sweet life is over and just that like, you know, we're not going to be connected with you all in that manner. Like what things are still going on and happening for you that's exciting. Yeah, um, I think after Sweet Life ended, the whole popularity thing was fun. But then it's like, I think Drewski posted something his dad told him. It was just like, how do you maintain, like pretty much F popularity, people mm -hmm. want to feel like they're getting something out of you and value yes. out of you. And I've been so good behind the scenes mm -hmm. that I feel like I'm having a crisis where it's like, I, I want to still be remembered. Like I want to still feel like people can learn from me, mm -hmm. but also how do I translate what I do behind the scenes into something super visible? Yeah. And so like, obviously events are good, but I've also always wanted to tap into other things. So, I mean, like writing a show would be something that I would oh, love cool. down the line, like having my own podcast, like yeah. different outlets to keep putting my voice out there. Mm -hmm. um, nothing's set in stone, yeah. but I think that'd be powerful. I think you have a strong voice. I know Thank I, you. um, I I had just we had just recently followed each other and I was scrolling yes. you you ended up on my on my thing and you were talking uh, addressing even just the abortion oh, yeah. and and you were addressing mm -hmm. it in a way I was like yes bitch <laughs> yeah, yes no. bitch and I, I was like someone has a someone has to say something yeah, yeah. I saw that. I was like because it was just getting it was like kept going viral again and then it started getting to a weird side like yeah. how could you say this I'm like okay yeah it's it was like, like, okay, like, like oh, gotta go really like I was giving y'all a little too much I yeah. know it's funny but no. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I want to put more of that yeah. more yeah. present on TikTok too, yeah. which is yeah. hard to break through. TikTok is interesting. TikTok is a very interesting, interesting space. But, but the good thing about TikTok is like anyone can go viral. Anyone yeah. can Seriously. Like and TikTok. the good thing is like with the type of types of things that you want to do, I feel like what you experienced on Sweet Life was mm -hmm. such a like door opener just for yeah. all of you all to be able to have the visibility and the connections yeah. to be able to basically create like anything that you want. Yeah. Like yeah. you all have audiences now because of your show and because of you being vulnerable and putting yourself in that position. So I think that everything that you said, I was sitting here like, oh, well, yeah, mm -hmm. done. That can happen for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah. It's going to take time. I just hope people stay the course, you know? The, and then the people, and I tell her this all the time because she'll talk about this, like, with followers and stuff. I'm like, you'll always have the community that you're supposed to have. Yeah. So even if Facts. people leave, you're going to regain people that are people that are meant to be yes. there. Yeah. Yes. The people that leave, you don't want them anyway. I don't want so, them anyway. Yeah. yeah. It's true. So true. It's true. You're a good friend. Oh, yeah, thank she you. Really is, isn't she? She's <laughs> thank such a nice you. friend in my life. What yeah. about you, Amanda? Um, For me, I would say, well, life post Sweet Life has been good. I definitely, we always filmed Sweet Life like at the top of the year, like mm -hmm. around this time. Oh, okay. Be, like filming. Yeah. And I definitely be like, damn, I miss Aww. it. Yeah. Um, but I'm able, I am able to like focus and lock in like on a lot of other things. So mm -hmm. I appreciate the time. You know, it's like a give and take. Yeah. Um, right now I'm really focused on like my real estate projects. Mm -hmm. So um, I have two big ones that are happening nice. this year. So I'm really excited about. And that takes a lot of time just because mm -hmm. like, one thing I realized about real estate, it's like very male dominated. Yeah. Very, very male dominated. And I've never really, I know that that's, you know, a trope and like a thing in society. Yeah. Uh, but I've never really experienced it the way that I've experienced it. Mm -hmm. I'm experiencing it now just with like loan officers and construction people and yeah. city people. Um, so that's like something that like I'm unpacking right now. Yeah. Um, but working through that. So I'm excited about that. New things to come soon. I also similar to Thailand, I've been thinking about just my personal brand mm -hmm. and how it looks right without like the TV, like being on TV every week. Mm -hmm. um, and so still exploring some things. I'm trying to find what feels right to me, yeah. you know, obviously like content creation is the big thing right now. Yeah. Like that's mm -hmm. where the money is. Like yeah. that's where people are going viral, but it's not like coming that naturally to me, you yeah. know? And it's I'm just hard. like, I don't want to force it. It's yeah. hard. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like I don't want to force it. It's not that I can't do it, but I need to find like what's right for me. Yeah. You know? So I'm like, I, right now I'm just throwing shit at the wall when yeah. it comes to mm -hmm. like content and things really, I'll be honest. I yeah. Think. yeah. Um, but I think ultimately like I'll find my way. Yeah. 
And when I do, it'll feel like yeah. it'll feel right, you know? Yep. In the meantime, though, I'm like writing down a lot of my thoughts as opposed to like speaking them. I love mm-hmm. that. You know, like mm-hmm. blogging as opposed to vlogging. So mm-hmm. I've explored like those options a little bit. Um, so more to come. I'm trying to yeah. trying to see where I where okay. my feet land. Yeah. I mean, just in the in this space of like rebranding from the show and just mm-hmm. like like what, what can I do now? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I love that. I, like I feel that. like you all are both gonna find your way. Like that what you're talking about. <laughs> we talk about this quite often because of like the content creator thing and mm-hmm. how like what is the way that is popular to present yourself versus mm-hmm. what feels yeah. authentic to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like. Honestly, people are gravitating a little bit more towards just people being like themselves, you know? So even if it doesn't look like what everybody else is doing, I feel like that's even better because then you could start a whole trend. Like there could be a wave of just what you do versus what everybody else does. So I love that you're like dipping your hands in multiple things and figuring out what it is that is going to stick for you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. And I love doing this stuff like this too. Like I love... Talking, like I love sharing just like my perspective. You yeah. guys obviously have a really great platform and you've interviewed oh, some great guests you. too. So yeah. more speaking engagements. I mm-hmm. I was like put on the spot to speak at this uh event the other night and I was so pissed. But <laughs> after it was so good. I couldn't yeah. believe I like hadn't spoken a really long time. But it was so good. I was like, dang, I need to do more speaking engagements. And that shows that yeah. you're a natural edit. Like, if you're like, I'm pissing and you're like, oh, it was good. I killed it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. So more speaking engagements, I think, too. Like podcasts. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, you know. yeah. I That's love cool. podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> I love talking. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. <laughs> that's what my fiance would be like. All you do is talk. I'm like, well, that's why I have a podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Perfect. It works. <laughs> but anything else that you all want to share or anything that we didn't touch on that you're like, oh, wait. You can follow me. <laughs> Period. You can follow me at Amanda said so underscore on all platforms. Yes. Yep. Yep. We have a lot of content coming out. We're going to Greece for my birthday. Oh, <gasps> we are going. To that Greece. is my dream. You're a tripping. You yep. guys should do the YouTube vlog for real. Like yeah, for real, for real. I did one in October, and I just it's so on. hard. It's we a lot. Have, we it's have a someone lot. coming out finally. Someone's coming to help us with content. Oh, yes, follow us on TikTok, Tai Tai Two Fly on all platforms. Yes, um, and yeah, y'all follow us because we about to be in drip in, in Greece, Greece acting a fool. I yeah. can't wait. I'm excited to see what y'all are gonna be doing because yes. I love Greece. That's my dream spot. I've always wanted to go. Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah. Is that we your first time? To go. Yes. Oh, That's gonna be so beautiful. I like. I'm on my eat, pray, love. All righty. Well, that is going to be a wrap for us. Thank you all so much for tuning in. As always, you can find us on YouTube. If you're listening versus watching, please come and see all the amazing visuals we have on YouTube at fill in the blank podcast. You can follow us on TikTok. I always forget it, but it's fill in the blank pod. Am I right, Asia? Okay. Yeah. Fill in the blank pod. And then on Instagram <laughs> at fill in the blank underscore. And then you can follow me as told by Dot Kayla and Ayana at Ayana Thank you all so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next Thank time. You. Bye. Bye.